M. Night Shyamalan. Um, hey, everybody. Shyamalans. This is our Tuesday mini-sode, and we have Aaron Dicer with Hello. us in the Horrible Movie Podcast Studios in a world where you're recording a podcast in a strip mall. In a world where you're recording a podcast in a strip mall. How was that? I love it. It's pretty good. Thanks. I think it may become the uh, new uh, sign-on. So, <laughs> just welcome that. to the horrible movie podcast. Can you? I, I meant to ask you to do this before uh-huh. we got together and hit the record button, but can you do the typical Sif Pop intro, but like change it out? So here's here's what I want you to say. If I, uh, I don't want to rip off the Sif Pop I, intro I, though, we're you're here. fine. No worries. With, with his permission, no. he's here. He's sitting right here. We're, I know. we're asking him. I just don't want to be that guy. <laughs> okay. So do the thing. So will you do? Because you said it doesn't hurt your voice anymore, right? Right. Yeah, okay. I can do it without hurting my voice now. I guess. I, and maybe I just developed a node. Yeah, we can do it at the end. <laughs> your if you nodes. Want. Uh, yeah. You and your nodes. <laughs> you totally coming like, in. Me see you this g- fall. You g- it's your nodes. <laughs> you giggled like an eight-year-old boy when he said yeah. that. Well, then I said nodes a couple times, and it was like <laughs> he hit me in the nodes. Nodes. Uh, so uh, <laughs> live from a strip mall. Mm-hmm. In the heart of the Ozarks, mm-hmm. it's the Horrible Movie Podcast. Yeah, I can do that. What do we have to pay you to say this, though? Well, it'll <laughs> what's be... The fee? What's, what's it'll be rate, an yeah. uh, It'll be an ongoing um, fee. Every time you use it, you'll just you'll have to you know throw a nickel my way. A nickelback song? I could probably download a couple of... <laughs> <laughs> Look at this Listen, it's, it'll be my new profession. You're just getting me started. You know, <laughs> Everybody will want it. So we, we knew you win. Yeah, exactly. Live from a strip mall? Live from a strip mall. Live from a strip mall in the heart of the Ozarks, it's the Horrible Movie Podcast. Perfect. That was awesome. You like that? It's perfect. It's a little, there's a subtle difference between that voice and the inner world voice. It's a little more <laughs> closed good, off, you know? No, it's good though. Live in the inner world. In a world. You know, <laughs> there's a little, there's a little, a little deeper. more deep, deeper. What's there. the, um, what's, which, which is the move, the, not movie, the, YouTube channel that uh, what's the guy? Anyway, I'm I'm trailing off. This is great <laughs> audio. Um, on the mini sode today, we're going to talk about M Night Shyamalan. When I sound out his name, Shyamalan. 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 That, now say it normal. Shyamalan. Yeah. Are we saying it right? Mm-hmm. In the movie, it's Ang. <laughs> it's but in the in the. In, no, in the show, Maybe that's it's why he Aang. changed it all to Ah, because it's Shyamalan. <laughs> and he, he doesn't want to be Shyamalan. I'm telling you, M. Night may think so highly of himself he can create his own realities. That's right. And they go, well, M. Night, it's actually Ang. <laughs> nope, it's Ong. Whose world is it Ang in? I see Ong. That's right. In Ahsoka. M. Night. My first name is M. That's okay. Right. <laughs> I don't even need it. Actually, it's not. It's Minaj. M. A. N. O. J. That's his real name. Are you serious? M A N O J. I didn't even know that. Shyamalan. I don't know where that came from. Um, He lives in Pennsylvania. Yes. In fact, many of his early movies were set in Pennsylvania because he loves the area. He loves Pennsylvania. Mm. Oh, Pennsylvania Dutch country. Yep. Um, M Night has had many great movies. Yeah, folks. Let's let's don't short him here. Well, I thought I thought he was the second coming of Hitchcock there for for a bit, you know. After a lot of people were four. comparing him to that. When yeah. I bet he scene. appreciated that too. So, um, Sixth Sense, 
legit. You know what else he wrote? Stuart Little. I was going to tell you Stuart Little. Yeah, oh, I, I actually knew that. that. I actually knew that. And Stuart Little's pretty good. Yeah. And pretty darn good. Do you know who... Uh, I may have to look it up because I'm not, it's not coming to me off the, the top of my head, but this is another one. Can you believe that person wrote... Oh, I know who it was, I think. Toy Story. You know who wrote Toy Story no. or partially wrote Toy Story? Joss Whedon. Gosh. Wow. What I think so. I, you may want to look that one up. It's somebody like that, but I think it was Joss Whedon. We're going to believe Partially you wrote that. Toy Story. Look it up. Yeah. I can't amazing. believe that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and actually, I read a thing where the idea for uh, for uh, Ernest Goes to Camp, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Joss Whedon wrote that too. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. That's why Jim Varney was in mm-hmm. Toy Story. I actually thought that was Orson Welles. But. Okay. Um, <laughs> it probably was. Uh, it was <laughs> never mind. Um, Unbreakable. Uh, Signs. And not Unbreakable, not Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. But, <laughs> no, but that's a great show. Oh, that is a good show. Signs, The Village, Lady in the Water. Uh, Paul Giamatti and that is great. Yeah. I, I Hey, listen, I will defend Lady in the Water. I know a lot of people don't like it. Um, I We actually did a Lady in the Water um, commentary. We watched the movie, recorded a comment. It's on YouTube. You can search for it. You'll have to fire up the movie yourself. We can't put the movie on YouTube, oh, but wow. you can watch a lo- you can watch the movie along with us, and we talk about it through the through that's the entire idea. thing. Yeah, so that's cool. It's actually the only movie we've done that for. But I like it. We, we wanted to revisit it because uh, both Danae, my co-host, mm-hmm. and I remember really liking the movie, and we just hear a lot of people don't like it. So we wanted to go revisit it and see if you know we still felt the same. That's way. a great idea. I love that movie. And, you know, I look at it now, and it's ratings on, I mean, again, back to Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic, and those are really low on there, like 24% on Rotten Tomatoes, and, man, a 36% on Metacritic. I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I liked it a lot, too. Uh, okay, now, now The Happening, I did not like The Happening. Yeah. I, I just didn't like I it. I can't say I liked it. I just, I can defend it. Okay. I can defend now, it, some of the themes in it. Here's mm. what I will say. From a box office standpoint, Lady in the Water, $70, $70 million budget, says it only made $73 million. Yeah, it was, me. it was it was his first quote unquote flop, I think. And then um the happening though, forty eight million dollar budget and hundred and sixty three million. So that technically made some money. Yeah. Marky Mark was in that. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and John Leguizamo, which for me the biggest thing in the happening the happening for me was when he like he gets taken over by the whatever, uh-huh. like the trees, I guess. I'm yeah. not sure yep. the, the chlorophyll in the yep. air. And he drives himself headlong into a tree. It was like mm-hmm. graphic. Like that yeah. was more. I think about that. And uh, what well, was I, M Night's first R-rated movie? You know, it was his first. Let's go did, graphic here. He let's that, you know. He? And I, and one of the things I had always, and probably the main thing I don't like about the movie. One of the things I had always liked about M Night was his Hitchcockian ability to play in suspense more than horror. And the happening, I think, wanted to be more of a horror film than a suspense movie. Uh, and so, you know, I think that lost a lot of people. Why? They got the R rating. What What did people not like about it? I don't remember. Like, what, how? It's kind of stupid. I mean, it just, it just on first glance, you know, um, again, like like Jack mentioned, you know, the trees are basically killing everybody. So they're making everybody point, kill themselves. The point in the movie where... It, the bees and the trees yeah, and where, nature. <laughs> I thought we were going to go into some sort of a nursery rhyme. <laughs> the bees and the trees. <laughs> the dogs and the fleas. My new folk song. Um... Uh, my the part where it jumped the shark for me was the first time that Mark Wahlberg I won't call him Marky Mark I'll give him some <laughs> honor here Mark Wahlberg looks at the wind shifting in the trees and knows he has to run the opposite direction or right. with it and it was like is the pollen they're sending out is gonna take it, over his brain it was so corny like 
because the earth is rebelling against it, man. Uh, can I just say, again, on first glance, that's a stupid premise. It's actually not all that unrealistic. I mean, it, it is. But the idea toxins that, to that level. The saying. idea that a plant could develop or evolve a toxin mm-hmm. that would kill a species that was harming it is not crazy. That you know, happens in nature. that's happened. Yeah. You know, happens in nature. So, um, and while you guys were talking, I was just reading, and they were quoted as saying that they were actually going for that B movie kind of feel, kind yeah. of that fifties uh, sci fi kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or I just saw, um, or the birds. We just saw so much Hitchcock. And yeah, it, it's kind of like the birds. Absolutely, where the birds just attack. We, absolutely. Yeah, we we just saw a little shop of horrors at a local theater here in our, in our city. Yeah, and I mean that the whole premise of that story is that there's a plant that's like eating people, and just like that's ridiculous. That would never happen. But that's what they were going for. Like that's the mood they wanted for that. And so, if that if what they were going for was what you experience, I'm not sure that's a failure. I mean, they were right that was what, what they were shooting for. Right. So. Um. And then after that. We get to the last Airbender, which yeah. is the movie that you're going to get to. We, we all talk about, and we'll, that's we'll where I officially said Friday. I can no longer defend this man. <laughs> I have to recuse it. myself that from being time his, you sat in that theater, his lawyer. <laughs> and h- how long into the movie? Uh, the very first, uh, oh, wow. no, like in the first minute, they pronounce it Avatar, and I was out. And like, like I was just like, <laughs> no, like, what? <laughs> I mean, at the first minute, you know, after a minute of scrolling through four paragraphs of text and listening to about 30 seconds of voiceover in which they call it Avatar, and I was just, I was like, oh no, we are in for a bad, bad couple hours. This is bad. Devil was after that, mm-hmm. which I, it made a little I actually never saw that. It only had a $10 million budget, and well, it made $63 million. What was the one he just did? Split um, is, no, The Visit. The Visit. $5 million budget. Ninety-seven million at the box. The visit is worth. If you're an M Night fan, there's some interesting things about the visit because it's his take on a found footage movie. And I thought I was completely done with like the um, the strict found footage thing, Mm -hmm. uh, where you have to justify every you know camera shot and all that kind of stuff. And he seemed to pull it off all right, and it made sense for the plot of the movie. He made it very cheaply as well. I love when a movie will use first-person uh, shot film in the movie, like found footage style. But I'm just done with like the whole movie being found found footage. Use it as a tool, not a gimmick. Yeah. You know. So. Um, and then after that, my friend, that's well, it, right? You're a big fan of Wayward Pines. I was gonna say uh, the the split is coming out in 2017. I have no idea what that is. And then um, Wayward Pines. He he is the you, director have, and executive producer. Have you seen all of it? All I've, the I am caught up on it. It's still going on right now. Okay. Now here's what I like about Wayward. I haven't Pines, watched a single TV episode. Show. First season is great. Like I, I'm going to say this, and we talked about summer TV. The second season on is on currently, and uh, if it were, I don't want to give anything away because it is worth watching, especially the first season for sure. Second season, eh, it's okay. Um, especially for now, right now where there's nothing, it's just this, yeah. for me. It's there's not a whole lot of TV on that I, I'm mm-hmm. big into. Um, man, it's pretty good. Best part about it, it's only like ten episodes a season. Yeah, and I like yeah. that about TV. Just to give me an hour. A lot of lot of shows are doing that I, now. I don't I don't need to have ten episodes of filler where we right. go on these other adventures. Right. And, you know, people go shopping for a, an hour or whatever. Yeah. And it's like. Why? Yeah, BBC and Canadian shows have been doing that for a while. I think I think we're just starting. That, to catch or you on. look at something like Sherlock, where it's three episodes oh, yeah. and they're each an hour and a half long. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's great. You can do, do it, it like a movie. Yeah. It has that feel to it. Um, Netflix is making a killing right now, mm-hmm. doing you know getting a lot of subscribers. Actually, they canceled the killing, but um, 
Actually, I don't think that was Netflix, actually. But. <laughs> no, it was. Was it? I think I it don't. was. That's good. That was sharp. You're sharp. Is that joke on point? You're very witty, young man. <laughs> um, are is there is there an M Night movie that Wayward Pines kind of feels like to you as you no. watch it? It's completely different. Maybe the village done, but I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, sure. yeah. Don't sure, spoil sure. anything. But, but it's but it's just well I, done. I'd like I, to I've watch been it. very pleased with it. Yeah. The second season, like I said, was a stretch because it's based on a book called Wayward Pines, and maybe it's called The Pines. But anyway, he. Um, first season is what the book is about mm-hmm. and he said i'm not gonna do a second season and then the first season did pretty decent and they were like hey why don't you do a second season and he's like well if i can get a story and so that's why the second season is a little bit more of a interesting yeah not quite to the level of game of thrones where it can just go on it didn't even need a book really you could just continue mm-hmm. on writing what you're doing this it's finally starting to come around this season a little bit. So. When anybody says Game of Thrones, do you automatically hear the theme song in your head immediately? <laughs> I wish I could. Watch. I do. Uh, it's it's like uh, it's one of the only theme songs like that. That and the X Files. Those are two like you just say the name of the show yes. and all of a sudden the, the yes. theme is in my brain. Yeah. Is there any show that you've? I feel like you watched Game of Thrones. I haven't seen a single oh, episode. Man. It's so good. Is there any show? <laughs> Our weekly Game of Thrones talk. Is there any show? That you anticipate a new episode more, like I, I, I can't think of one. That thing comes on, that that like, globe starts firing up, and the lights behind it, and you're just like so excited. Exactly, and it's like I get so pumped up. Oh, it's so great that it's a new episode of this show. All right, let me. It's always going to be exciting. While while I'm looking I for never, this, oh, my phone's about to die. There's no. There's no you want to use my computer. No, 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 There's, you're good. I can't. I I was just gonna look at the shows that I'm watching. Um, probably not. It's probably the one that I'm most excited about. I mean, so good. Yeah. Anyway, here's what I want to do with M Night, if you don't mind. Yeah. Oh, I well, know. We're just talking the M. first four, which are generally agreed to be his best four movies. Yeah, we're um, saying Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs, and, and the Village, and the Village. Okay. Of those, I will rank those four in order. Best to worst. By favorite, what I like? Mm-hmm. Favorite to least favorite of the first four. Creativity, Signs. Then I'm going with Village. Uh-huh. Then I'm going with Sixth Sense. Then I'm going Unbreakable. Well, your last is my first. I think Unbreakable is the best of those four movies. But I, I didn't say I didn't like it. Like, no, I really no, no, like I know. It. I, I really like movies. all four of those movies. Like, really like all four of those movies. But Unbreakable, there's something about it to me that is just... it's. It's almost transcendent. You know, there's something that's just... When he starts to put more weight on that bench press in that movie, <laughs> and he's just like, put more on. Put more on. That's all of them, Dad. And he's just like... Yeah. Yeah. Just cranking it. Isn't that weird? He uh, did that, not that realize. So have you ever incredible. had a cold? You ever get a cold? No, I don't get a cold. Yeah. I faked an injury to not play college football because my wife didn't want me to play college football. Yeah. It's like, I've never been hurt. I don't get sick. I survived the train wreck. Yeah. Uh, my, Samuel L. Jackson has one, glass bones. Yeah. My number one of those four, it probably isn't even in like your top two uh, for you guys, but I love The Village. Like I, it's I not, think he had it at number two. Didn't you put two. it at number two for you? Number two for okay. me. Okay. I just felt like Signs is so creative. Like, yeah, the way yeah. It, the way it, the way it's hard to, signs is my number two. It's hard to beat Signs, but I don't know. For me, like, uh, I mean, all of his movies kind of have this, but The Village to me, like the world, the, the setting of the movie was a character in and of itself. Yeah. And I, I just felt like the mystery that was in that movie and just like how you didn't know what characters intentions were or like what was really going on for most of the movie. I love those films. Did so much. we really want to see a monster in that though? I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to see an actual monster in the woods. Yeah. Like I, I didn't necessarily want to see it. was kind of weird. I, I'm, I'm saying this more along the lines of, 
I didn't I didn't have this feeling of like, oh crap, I really wanted that to be a monster. Yeah. No, but no, definitely when it not. It turned out to be what it was. I was like, that's fulfilling to me. For I me. love the village, and I don't know that I can talk specifically about why without a little bit of spoiler. But here's what's interesting: I love that movie, and it would be number four on those f- for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe this, maybe Six Sense would be under it. I, those two might be interchangeable, uh, and I love them both. Yeah. Um, but I have to go Unbreakable, Signs, and then those two. Yeah. Uh, in some order. Um, do you mind if I if we talk just a little spoiler on on the the village? Is I'm that okay fine? With it. I don't know. Are we good? If you, you want to fast me. forward, you I'm can, I guess. I'm Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I won't take your pledge on your on your podcast. I won't even take your no spoilers pledge. The, the zero frames pledge. Zero frames Hashtag pledge. zero frames. <laughs> um, so that out. The, uh, the, the theme in that movie is so near and dear to my heart because it's about isolationism. And it's such an important theme for our culture, uh, even more now than, than ever. Mm. This idea of quit saying there's a monster to keep people where you want them. Yeah. Quit telling people that, you know, things, um, for instance, like, uh, you know, I'm a Christian. I grew up in a, a Christian household, and the idea was, you know, non-Christians were scary. You know, they were bad people. They did bad things. Which is and then the you get, opposite of We're what? right. We're, right. We're, you're, ta- you're not taught that. You know what I'm saying? But no, 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 people, no. Nobody's, nobody's teaching you that but, literally, you know but you're given that impression, it's right? It's weird. Like, it's and, a weird but, thing. But, I know what you're same, talking about. But it's the same thing in this movie, right, where they're told, oh, people outside of the village are monsters or awful. Yeah. And then when it finally happens and she escapes and she meets somebody and they're the nicest person in the world, how, you know, how many of my friends, you know, have gone away from the church and gone, Wait, these people are awesome. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. It's like because they are, because we're all human beings, and you know we shouldn't be separating ourselves that way. I just the theme in that movie is so brilliant and deep and and wonderful. It's it's wrapped inside of that twist that he's got going on. Yeah, double twist in there. But um, and I just that's why that that's the main reason I love. I I love I love the betrayal in the movie too. Like Mm -hmm. how they're betrayed by their own parents and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I I just it's so good. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I'm telling you the first four man. The brilliant films, and then just you know, I mean, we all like Lady in the Water, but then not know, everybody does. I think he just, I, and I said this, I think in in the full podcast, uh, I think he just uh, was given too much carte blanche, yes. and I think once he didn't have anybody keeping him in check, mm. then yeah, his like, little flaws, man, you know, that that like he had that fantasy part of it in this. Was it him telling like a fairy tale almost with it? I mean, basically in that movie. Like, Last Airbender? No, no, no. no, no Lady, Lady in the Water. water okay. Where yeah. there's a story and it's mm-hmm. just it's interesting. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway. The only the only thing the only difference with Hitchcock, Hitchcock had a cameo in all of his movies, and M. Knight decided he wanted to up the game and have like a speaking role in all of his movies. So <laughs> that is true. That is true. He he does I mean he, he does think very highly of himself. He's never been in Wayward Pines, so maybe that's why I like it so much. <laughs> um but really um, he's won a lot of awards and legitimate awards, not just Razzies, some Razzies. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's won a lot of awards. He's a, will, will he go down in history as a great director? I think he will go down in, well, there's a lot to be told still. He could, you know, he still could have several movies in him. He that could have a true. resurgence and, yeah. you know, um, I mean, Hitch, Hitchcock had a few clunkers too. Yeah. Um, over so you know just if his career were to end right now tragically or something happened i think he would go down as a brilliant um a brilliant early director that 
you know, didn't live up to his potential. Mm. I think that's maybe yeah. how people would kind of remember it. Um, one movie that would point in that direction is a movie called The Last Airbender. <sighs> yes. And on this week's episode, we're going to talk about The Last Airbender. Uh, but first, just in case you folks didn't have an idea, we're going to play you the trailer for The Last Airbender. Uh, um, thank goodness. That's actually the tagline for the movie. <laughs> thank goodness it's over. Thank goodness. <laughs> They're on some ice, by the way. From M. Night Shyamalan. Is that a Pokeball? It's Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. I mean, what a, that's crazy. You are the last of your kind. All that remains of a once powerful nation. Who's that voice? I knew you were real. I always knew you returned. the only one who can bring balance to a world at war. But some will stop at nothing to destroy you. I don't remember any of those scenes from the movie. <laughs> this July, the destinies are tied to go. The last of this game. They're smartly showing all the, the best violence, like the fight scenes and stuff. They, that was smart. Rock beats fire. Yeah, sliding under. There it is. There's a slide. <laughs> Gong. He will need you. Who is talking? What is, oh, oh, it's look, the ending there, huh? Oh, look. It was the last scene of the movie. <laughs> The Last Airbender. You know, maybe you don't have to go see the movie. Just watch the trailer Summer and then tune in on Friday. Hollywood spoiling movies in the trailer <laughs> since 2010. When you have nothing else to show, you got to do it. <laughs> and then, but the name they put up there was Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, like the, the on the back end. Oh of the yeah, movie. yeah. I forgot about that. Weird. I wonder if they changed they changed it at the last second. I don't know. Wait, Avatar is coming out. When did Avatar the, the other Avatar movie come? It's around the same time. It was like around the exact same time. Timing M night. Yeah, they're, they were one year apart. It was 09 and 10. Oh, it was? Yeah. But you can't compete with blue the blue people with the cords. They're mm-hmm. plugging into things. The blue people with the cords plugging into things. That's weird. That was actually the you know the original working title for Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ready for Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5? No. No. <laughs> the, the, here's why I like the Avatar. Or Avatar World at Disney? Yeah, well, that happened. Is that that's not a Disney product, is it? Uh, Avatar isn't, but they are doing an Avatar Land. Ah, the whole land is going to be mm-hmm. Avatar. My yeah. biggest thing with that, Animal was, Kingdom. Okay, I had wow. never really uh, to that point had 3D really permeated the way it has now. Do you watch well, movies in 3D? Uh, now? Avatar Cameron has always been one of the huge proponents of uh, you know cinematic things like 3D or high frame rate, those kind of things. Central Sen- so, Vision. What was the one episode we did? Sense around. <laughs> Sense around, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So uh, 3D had been around, um, but he wanted to take it to the next level. And I think he did. I mean, I think the 3D in that is spectacular. I I literally, um, that's the first movie I, I, 
I think I'd seen in 3D to that level because mm-hmm. that's really good 3D. Mm-hmm. And um, then after that, it's like uh, Alice in Wonderland came out, and that was it. Like, because I remember watching that one in mm-hmm. 3D, and I was like, this is never as good as Avatar. Avatar 3D was so good, it literally you'd be like reaching out and being like, is that in? That's people, in front of me. People well, bought it, 3D televisions because of that movie. Like, yeah. that movie sold and 3D TVs. If I'm correct, he's shooting the new Avatar movies at high frame rate. He's shooting them at either 45 frames a second or 60 frames a second. Wow. And if he pulls it off the way that he can pull stuff off, it's going to give people a visual experience at the theater that they've never had before. Wow. That's the thing I look for with Cameron. Is like He's always pushing and innovating. Yes. Story-wise, sure, it's regurgitated story and oh, you know, whatever. But, um, but man, he innovates. And a lot of people didn't like... The only movie that I've seen come out in high frame rate was um, The uh, Hobbit. The Hobbit movies yes. came out of high yeah. frame rate. Yeah. And a lot of people couldn't get used to how clear those looked. Yes. Um, I found that once I'd been in the movie about five minutes that I adjusted, and it was gorgeous, like spectacular. Did you remember some of the eagle flying scenes in that? I've never seen anything in a theater like that before. And I think one of the main reasons is not just the more visual information that you're getting that makes it clearer, but it's also because you're getting more light. And when you put 3D glasses on, it dims the screen a little bit. Oh, and so with a higher frame rate, you can actually see things clearer because it's brighter. So weird. Wow. So, yeah. Did you ever um, – those 3D TVs, they sold a lot of those. But I remember seeing just the original high-def te- televisions, mm-hmm. and you just look at those, and it would be like, like so weird. The color is, was you just could, so it's, It takes vibrant. a while to – that's the thing. I think if everything moved to more of a higher frame rate, we'd get used to it pretty quickly yeah. as just being normal. But it looks look, so weird to us. They call it the soap opera effect Yeah, because it looks it just looks too well-defined, and, and so things don't seem to true. move exactly how you're used to them moving. because yeah, your eyes fill in some of the gaps in mm-hmm. those other is there Is there like a technological reason that things kind of settled in at that 2430 range? In uh, yeah, the 29 frames a second or whatever that movies do. Um, I my guess, and I haven't researched this or anything. My guess is that's just what the first person who made movies decided to huh. do, and it's just kind of that's been cinematic standard. standard since then. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Good times. Yeah. Uh, this has been Tech Talk. And <laughs> we're glad you tuned in. Next week we're going to talk about your remote controls and how you can get them all programmed into one universal result using Aaron's new iPhone remote app <laughs> well if you know anything about me it won't be an iphone app it's an android there you go it's an android app. find it in the google play Mine store. It in google the, the google playground <laughs> I, by the way i have nothing against iphones i've just never used one i if you did i wouldn't care if you had anything <laughs> against them it would be fine i don't know I, I apple users can get a little you know like i don't want to lose your listeners you know if they're upset then it's all I right. think it's that okay. whole Apple versus Android thing, I think, really just comes down to how you prefer how your phone to operate. Products. If you want a yeah. phone that's plug right. and play and you Apple, don't have to think yeah, about it, Apple's, Apple's the way to go. Yeah, but right. I like to customize things and yeah. I like to be able to get into the guts and it really replace the, the battery and all that kind of it's stuff. It's the customization so. thing that I think really separates yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, again, back to Tech Talk and um, Tech Talk. Tech Talk. With Jack and Aaron. Yeah. We, I've got this new Toshiba laptop here, and I really don't know to, how it works. Toshibe. Toshibo. <laughs> as M. Knight would call it. Toshabo. <laughs> the Toshabo. Anyway. Avatar, the last Arbender. Arbender. Ar. Irish version of it. I was, it's like, I was going to say pirate, but yeah. Oh. Way.
Arbender. Arbender. me mateys. <laughs> um, okay, well, Aaron, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, yeah. man. We're excited awesome. about Friday. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's in the future. Yes. Um, and, uh, and you're great. You're, I've said this to you before. You're a pro. You are too, man. Thanks. We always come back for that, but I'm not really. Um, <laughs> Getting there. You are um, a great guest to have on because literally I could have just not said anything and you uh-huh. would have just powered through this episode and led the way. Yeah, and it swallowed people, a few flies. And people, and people, well, that's true. Sorry about that. But when you, <laughs> I but, don't know why he made swallowed the, example, the fly. He made the example out of one of them. And the rest of them were like, let's get out of here. <laughs> but um, we would power through it and people would be like, I think I like that show better than that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> him on there. No. There's a reason we have you on our podcast, too. There you Jack. go. On Friday. Podcast? Is that like, is that like air? That's, that's Arbender. Nice, yeah. Pod. On, on Friday, you'll on Friday, Friday's episode, the full episode, you'll hear a lot more about the shows that Aaron and his co-host Danae do throughout the week. Yes. Um, but I would highly recommend uh, looking up the one Sif Pop. It's S-I-F-T-P-O-P. Yes. Um, it's their movie podcast. And if you like this podcast, I think you would really like Absolutely. You might even like, as Jack said, you might even like Sif Pop more. So. I will. <laughs> fewer flies. I will say your studio has flu- fewer flies than ours. Though. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not sure. I will say if you what? if you begin to subscribe to Sif Pop, please don't unsubscribe from ours. There's <laughs> yeah, room for guys. Too. There's room for lots of podcasts in that phone. You don't have to make a decision. No, if you have if you, if that's all the storage you have left on your phone, time to start deleting a few other things or running more on the treadmill. You so might you have do more that. time to listen. There, there you go, and you just stream it. But anyway, well, Aaron, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, man. Um, Appreciate it. Dolphin embryos on three. One, two, three. Dolphin embryos. Dolphin embryos break. 